seen less of the disruptive word. Uh, disruption means a lot of things and scares a lot of people out there too. So I think it is good that people are steering clear of those words because it's not about disruption. It's about showing people there, there are different ways of doing things, which is innovation. Well, hello, and welcome to the Smart Business Transformation podcast, where today we're out and about going to CBIT, which is the annual technology conference in Sydney, Australia. (laughs) Now, as you can probably hear, um, I'm not in a quiet, silent radio studio right now. I'm actually uh, walking along beside quite a busy road um, uh, in transit, and uh, Hey, look, this is a bit of an experiment. Um, I'm sure you are listening to this while you're doing other things. So uh, I figured I might try recording it while I'm uh, doing other things as well. Really in the interest of seeing that it works and also to use the opportunity to share some information of value with you. Um, Otherwise, it probably won't happen because we're all busy people. Anyway, so why have I come to CBIT? Well, um, I come to CBIT once a year and I wanted to share it with you because I find it quite a useful way of understanding what's happening in the technology world, but particularly in terms of if that's happening in the technology world, what does that mean to us in business? Um, And uh, as you listen to what we've got here, I guess there's just one word of warning, but also learning point for me is the number of people that I spoke to, maybe prompted by my questions, who started off by describing their technology in rather more detail than than was actually useful for me, and I frankly think will be useful for you. And it actually took a bit of work to get them to to back up and say, well, what can we use this, this technology in service of? And what what does it mean? So look, um, I'll just hand over now to me earlier today talking to three different people at the conference and then I'll do a little wrap up at the end of what I thought the key outtakes were. Okay, over to me earlier today. Well, I've just come inside and uh, bumped into uh, Steve Rocknick who uh, runs the Sydney Sports Incubator at Sydney Olympic Park. Steve, um, can you just... Give me in a nutshell for, for the listeners, what, um, what is SSI and what do you do? And good to see you too, Ben. Thank you for coming along. Uh, we are, uh, the SSI is all about supporting startups with sports themed ideas and innovation. Our, uh, we get a lot of support from our founding partners in the New South Wales Institute of Sport, who provide our startups with validation of what they're promoting to make sure it does what it says. And we have uh, good, strong support from the Sydney Olympic Park Authority, who's our major sponsor at, at this point in time. And uh, they help us with the networking that we need to do around Olympic Park with the sporting associations and uh, event managers. Now, Startup, for the uninitiated, Startup is uh, a company that has a, an idea, it's kind of an innovation that's trying to start up, I think, and, and turn into a company. Can you expand a bit about what sort of services you provide to people like that? Yes. uh, Anyone from concept, an idea, 
uh, through to uh, having built a prototype uh, or already out in the market uh, can bring along that type of uh, uh, innovation to us. Now, what we do is, is we get them to pitch to us. We evaluate what they've got to offer and say, yes, that's something we'd like to be working with and we would support with further engagement. Uh, and then we bring them into uh, our shared workspace through a, uh, a letter of offer. And then we start to work with them to help them on the business mentoring side of things uh, to say, well, here's what you need to think about. Here's where you need to go. And we don't do that aggressively. We do that with uh, uh, passion for what they've already done. Uh, and we respect that. All right? So it's, it's that whole seed funding area that investors probably are loath to get involved in. We help them with that in, through grants for, you know, jobs for New South Wales. That area, federal government grants, we help them apply for those uh, and the business mentoring side of things. Now, innovation can be a scary word for some people because um, it, 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 it implies change and change for the better, but it depends on which side of the fence you sit. Um, when you see innovation come to sports that uh, maybe have done things a certain way for a long period of time, you know, what sort of issues are you seeing? Is it, is it all good or is it all bad or uh, how does it land for people? <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, I, I think there's hesitation uh, because typically what you've got out there in the sports community at the grassroots level are mums and dads, uh, relatives, friends, all of that who are engaged for the right reasons to help that sport where uh, their sons and daughters or relatives are in, in, uh, involved in sport. Uh, but what we're trying to show them is we are not here to stop that engagement. We're here to promote that engagement through technology and make it a little easier for them to, to participate in that, to make the decisions they need to make around that engagement, uh, make it easier for them to say, yeah, I want little Johnny or little Mary uh, to be involved in sport, and this technology makes that decision process a lot easier for them. So it's not about taking their effort and, and the pat on the back at the end of the year when all is said and done. It's about just making it more productive and more engaging. So I, I think that says it all, but we do have that reluctance because they think we're trying to take everything away from them. We're, that's not what we're about. Steve, you're a busy man. You've got a lot of people to see. Perhaps I can just close with a question. You've been coming to this fair for a number of years, I know. What trends are you seeing over the years? Particularly, you've had a quick run around this morning. What, um, what are you seeing as being the sort of things that are coming out for people today? Um, look, it, it, it's interesting because what I'm seeing is that there are less less and less of the, uh, the big stage forums in the centre and there is a lot more growth in the start-up uh, rows here at CBIT, which is a good thing. That means there's more activity going on in the start-up world. There's more innovation, if you like, being presented. Uh, and uh, I'm seeing less of the disruptive word. Uh, disruption means a lot of things and scares a lot of people out there too. So... I think it is good that people are steering clear of those words because it's not about disruption. It's about showing people there, there are different ways of doing things, which is innovation. And that's, that's what I'm seeing here. And that, that, that's a good thing. That 
they're taking over the floor here at Seabrook. What a lovely way to close. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate that. Thanks, Ben. Well, Josh, it's, uh, it's great to see you here today. Um, we've obviously had a bit of a conversation, so <laughs> we, we, may have to, we may have to repeat some of that, but I know it's going to be fine. The thing that I find fascinating is um, the organisation you're representing has come from Sri Lanka with a, a business idea that's working very well over there. And you're trying to introduce it to the Australian market. Can you just talk about some of the challenges that you typically face when you're trying to do something like that? Um, in terms of bringing the product here to Australia? Okay, so most of all, it's very tough in terms of Sri Lankans coming to the Australian market, especially because our currency is not, not very strong in terms of currency. So coming from Sri Lanka, which is here, it's a very significant uh, asset in terms of currency and money. So um, in China, investment is sort of one of the biggest, biggest issues in terms of foreign investment to the country, uh, which is one of the hardest aspects of being a person who is doing a startup in a country like Sri Lanka, even though it's such a awesome beautiful destination. Yeah. Okay. Now, tell me a bit more about your business idea, which is Ten Sentinel. So what I'm saying is pretty much a services delivery platform, and what it does is that we host uh, a plethora of services on top of our platform, and what you do is you download an app or you go to a website, and it pings your location and connects you with service professionals that are nearby to you. And how we pretty much make our money off that is that we charge service professionals a transaction fee, and that sort of maintains the integrity between the service user and the service professional. And how it differs from industry uh, industries that are entering the moment, like air car services, for example, is the fact that um, we offer a more natural approach to the thing because we work with our platforms and AI and tech. So we are also uh, scalable because we run on the cloud platform or your cloud platform from Microsoft. So all we've got to do is connect the service user and the service professional, and then it goes on from there. So there, and we have also uh, put in place vetting processes to make sure that the experiences uh, never come apart. So we've got all those things to make our business businesses work. So hopefully Australia will really appreciate the fact that there's a way to add quite a bit of delight. Now, let me just back up a bit. Can you give me a real practical example about how, how somebody may use this system? Okay, so uh, I would take maybe 35-year-old coming home from work at 95, and then you realize your sink is busted, and you would rather spend 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. with your 20-year-old or 2-year-old daughter um, instead of actually uh, you know, freaking out at the fridge or trying to find a plumber at the odd time. So what this can do is a second device can be a portal. You just uh, drop in uh, one place, you look for a plumber, set that up. By the time you go home, first of all, you're at work, you can spend your time with your daughter, no worries. On the Australia at the moment, we do that by looking for fridge where there's um, lots of adverts and dramas stuck to the fridge door. It, it really seems to put the fridge magnets out of business. Um, I hope to, but I think uh, it's more the fact that I want to bring a more inclusive purpose because uh, I think we all every day, because services permeate our lives, right? And every one of us has come across a good service once upon a time, and this might be so terrible that it spreads our idea. Definitely. So that's where OnPay sort of comes in. You can suggest services as a user, so we give a lot of power to the users. It's really, honestly, a crowdsourced platform in terms of finding services rather than the reverse approach of actually taking a hit and then charging money for it. We just sort of, no, you as a service user, you know what to expect, you know what you need, so please spread the word. So where can people find out more about it? So you can also, through our Facebook, you 
So that's three conversations, and I wonder whether I should be bothered or surprised that plumbing came up twice in those three conversations. Perhaps I'm looking into this too deeply. Maybe it's something to do with Maslow. Maybe it's something to do with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The uh, the idea that you've got to get the basic thing, the basic things right, uh, before you can 
before you can do the more more advanced things. Anyway, let's ponder on that one. I guess there were three things that, that came out to me during the course of today visiting Seabit. Um, and the first one we've already touched on, and that is it, technology rather than its application really seems to be at the forefront of, of most people's minds. Uh, now I guess I shouldn't be surprised about that because it was a, a technology conference, but I think it's something that we all need to remember, particularly me, you can get so wrapped up in your own expertise and your own interest, you don't actually think about what it is that it means for the person on the other side of the table, the person that you're, you're talking to. Uh, the second theme was around the Internet of Things, or, or IoT. Every year when I go to this conference, I sort of see a different fad, maybe I can use that term, a different sort of thing that seems to be capturing imagination. A few years ago, the conference was full of device manufacturers from southern China importing cheap goods into Australia. Uh, more recent times, it was big into mobile applications, Internet of Things, I think, was the, the equivalent this time. And um, once again, it comes back to the idea of what you use this in service for. Obviously, we were talking about uh, reporting cleanliness problems with public toilets. But because the Internet of Things is all about connecting things rather than people, it does desperately need a, a human dimension to it to make it, to make it useful. And the final is issue for me was around innovation which was really a, an underlying theme of, of the entire event. I was rather struck by the idea that this company from Sri Lanka done some rather good innovation over there that's working for them. And they were now looking to, to bring that to Australia. Um, you know, a lot of innovation is coming in from overseas. That makes, makes you wonder why there did seem to be quite so many people from other places coming here to... Uh, try and spread the word about their innovation and uh, I mean there was a lot of solutions looking for problems but I guess that's the uh, that's the point of a conference really and an event like this it's it's opportunities for you to show your wares and try and get people to, to buy them either buy them as products or as um, to invest in them as as potential business ideas but just, just to close off I think I guess the memory that struck me the most was I went to see the stand of a very large mobile phone company. Um, I think they're probably the largest mobile phone company in the world, probably one of the top 20 brands globally. You've probably heard of them. Um, and the really interesting thing was that because of that, that was their problem. They had a really fantastic display talking about IoT, Internet of Things. And we were having a great discussion with one of their product managers, I was. And I said to the guy, I said, look, this is really interesting. I'd really be interested to share this with the, uh, with the community. And his response was, hmm, I'm not sure what internal communications would say about that. I'd better go and check with them before I talk to you. And he looked very worried and we exchanged business cards and agreed to meet up later, but you know, we couldn't track each other down, so it didn't happen. But I guess therein lies the problem for, for innovation and large corporates. You know, on one hand, they want to use innovation to monetize it, to, to increase shareholder value. 
but on the other hand they they want it sort of packaged and presented in a way that is uh, that suits them it's presented on their terms you know there was somebody that you know with all the right intention was was actually prevented from moving forward by fear of, of doing something wrong and of course innovation uh, doesn't work that way uh, you know you have to take it as it comes and some things work and, and sometimes some things don't Innova- uh, failure is all part of the journey so I guess that made me just reflect on was I myself inadvertently in my in my day-to-day life trying to make things happen but being held back by my own fears and concerns which I guess is another reason why I've decided to just go ahead and record this podcast while I'm walking down the street it's because unless we try it we won't actually know uh, is it is it that bad I'm sure you'll let me know so I just encourage you also to just think about your day-to-day life you know what fears are holding you back from things that uh, you could be doing or would be adding more value hey that's it for today appreciate you listening in um, got any feedback for me I'd love to hear from you Ben at smartbusinesstransformation.com it's all one word Ben at smartbusinesstransformation.com see you next time